welcome back to another episode of Too Kind Of. If it is your first time here, hello, hi, my name is Layla. Welcome to my beauty and lifestyle podcast. Um, so today we're recording. It's Monday, February 7th, around 3.30 p.m. I'm in my bedroom, just chilling. The sun is kind of coming out. It's kind of not. Kind of like, well, I don't know what to compare it to. So let's just move on. But today's episode is an episode I recorded, re-recorded, deleted, tossed, and brought back to life. It's all about the hair tools I use on a regular basis pretty much. I'm going to be talking about them, but basically it's going to be a pretty big review episode. So yeah, um, we're going to go over like my straightener, curler, um, my hair dryers, and then I'm also going to go into the differences and who I would recommend the Dyson Airwrap to versus like the Revlon One Step Styler. Obviously there's a huge price discrepancy between the two, but you guys know I do not do reviews and give recommendations based on whether or not I like the product for me personally, but rather who do I think this product would work best for? I will be getting into that later in the episode regarding the Revlon One Step and the Dyson, so look out for that. But with that being said, before we actually start talking about my hair tools, I wanted to talk about this new product I bought. Okay, so I'm never on my personal Instagram account, like ever. I have a really weird relationship with social media, so that's why you never really see me interacting on it, only because like, I'm not a huge social media person, which seems very counterproductive. Sorry, I just got text. I should put my phone on. Do not disturb. But anyways, seems very counterproductive for like having um, my podcast and blog or what have you. But I went on my personal Instagram page and for the past like couple months, this ad has been popping up for this one boba straw company called Boba Tribe. Now you've probably seen it and I'm not a huge boba drinker. However, I like to make boba at home. I'm crazy like that, but <laughs> um, I keep seeing it. And the reason why I became interested in it is because I really really like the design of the boba straw and just how it's designed as a reusable straw in general. So to back this up, I have plastic smoothie slash boba straws. They're called smoothie straws and you can get them from like pretty much any like like drugstore slash like supermarket. However, a lot of people also use them from boba. But the thing was, my boba didn't fit through those straws. So they would get like stuck in the straw and I would spend like, oh my God, it was really embarrassing. Also, I don't like metal straws. I, I'm very sensitive to that metallic taste. So whenever I do use a metal straw, I'm very like, I have specific ones I use, but I wouldn't use them for boba because I feel like it would ruin the taste, especially with coffee. So the way this boba straw is designed is, is, is that it's collapsible. <laughs> How do I explain this? You can literally like pull it apart and it turns flat, which I thought was very intelligent. Not only was it not metal, but also it'd be super easy to clean. Like I hate cleaning straws because like a lot of times you need to buy that like straw brush, right? But then sometimes I can't find it. It's kind of like weird to me because like, I don't know if I'm cleaning the inside properly enough. Obviously it's opaque and you can't see, but yeah, so I bought the straw. Um, <laughs> I only bought like the straw itself. I didn't buy like that little, like cute little carry on keychain thing. So the straw was around $13, but it was on sale for $8. Then I scoured the internet for a coupon via honey so I got it at a lower price and then shipping was like five dollars like I was like are you kidding me no shipping was really expensive yeah and I got it and I tried it and honestly I love it like it's so good I'm so excited that I get to finally make boba at home again because um I don't have any boba places local to me so I know probably a lot of people are probably wondering about the collapsible feature does it like break in the cup or whatever whatever first of all it's very easy to put together 
like to press it together because there's grooves that you just attach together like a puzzle piece. Um, it's kind of satisfying, honestly. And then if you're like playing around with it without putting it into the drink, it's gonna collapse or like um, unfold a little, but you can just tuck it back in. But as a straw in general, it's amazing. It's really good. I actually recommend it. Yes, it's very expensive. Discretion is advised. But um, another element about this is that the straw, like the plastic straws I have from a supermarket, and I measured this because I just like really need to know like what size to get for the straw. But the inner diameter of it was 0.4 inches, whereas like the boba straw is 0.47. So you're getting like that extra 0.07 inches, which really make or break the boba drinking experience, honestly. So yeah, I bought that straw. I fell victim to advertising on Instagram. Um, honestly, I don't regret it because I'm actually a really big fan of reusable straws. Yeah, guys, that's my seven-minute tangent about a boba straw, so <laughs> let's jump into the actual episode. All right, jumping in, the very first hair tool I wanted to talk about is a GHD Platinum Plus Styler. It retails for $250 and you can buy it at Ulta. This was the first like actual high-end luxury hair tool I've ever bought, so yeah. Because <laughs> honestly, before this product, I was like, do I really need a high-end hair tool? And honestly, before using this product, I used a Numi hair straightener. I got a TJ Maxx. It was terrible. Like, it was towards the end of its life, it was like pretty bad. I don't think it really straightened my hair as well as I wanted to. Um, it tugged at my hair, so on and so forth. So getting this was definitely a huge jump for me. But basically, it's an Allure Best of Beauty winner. It can straighten, curl, or wave in one stroke. It has a 365 temperature setting. There's only one. It takes about 20 seconds to heat up. It has a patented wishbone hinge for greater control. It has floating plates. It has universal voltage, automatic sleep mode, nine foot swivel cord, heat resistant plate guard for on the go. I really like this hair straightener. Now, like I said earlier, prior to this, I used a new me, and I'm pretty sure there's probably new hair straighteners and drugstore hair straighteners that are way better than the new me one that I used. Um, but I really enjoy this hair straightener. I like the idea that it only has one heat setting instead of fumbling around because prior to this if there's a heat setting on a hair tool I just I immediately shoot it up to 400 degrees because I just know my hair is not gonna like cooperate unless it's around 400 degrees but with 365 degrees and how the plates are and just this hair straightener in general I think it does a great job straightening my hair like I can get that pin straight hair look with it and I really like the wishbone bone hinge sorry um the reason why is because I think a lot of hair straighteners have like the one moving side of the hair straightener and then the one side that's just stationary so basically you're just pressing down the hair on one side with one side of the straightener whereas this one you're pressing in with both sides which I makes it a lot easier to straighten wave and curl your hair as well yeah that's all I actually have to say about it I think it's really really good um I can see why it's won an award and it's very expensive but I like it I think it's gonna last me a really long time I'll let you know if anything changes all right next is my hair curler I have the Remington pearl ceramic conical curling wand um it retails for $25 and you can buy it on Amazon it's pretty popular it was popular when I was in middle school but then also it's still popular on Amazon the expectations of it. It says it has auto shut off, digital controls, LCD temperature display, swivel cord, temperature lock. It's a, uh, mine is one inch barrel. And then the highest temperature goes is 410 degrees Fahrenheit. And then it has a 120 voltage. So like I just mentioned earlier, 
whenever I have a hair tool, I kind of just shoot it up to 400. So I use this at like the 400, 410 degree temperature. Um, I've had it since middle school and I honestly think it's a great hair curler. However, there's one element I absolutely despise about this hair curler and it's that it's a tapered curling wand. Um, I think tapered curling wands work good with if you have like shorter hair, but for me, I have pretty long hair. So what ends up happening is when I go into curl a section of my hair, once I wrap it around the barrel, the hair naturally just shifts all the way towards the thinner end which gets really annoying because I want more of that one inch shape. So that's just something. I just hate tapered curling wands in general. If you have shorter hair or if that doesn't bother you, then you'll probably really like this curling wand. All right, so the next hair tool I have is a kind of unique one. It's the Little Tease Hair Crimper, half inch from Bedhead. It retails for $23 on Amazon. Now the entire purpose of this mini crimper is to add volume to your hair. So it's a one inch ripple place for crimp texture and volume, tourmaline ceramic technology to reduce frizz and massive shine, heats up to 400 degrees, instant heat recovery for consistent results. I don't know what that means. Um, I think um, it just keeps the iron at the temperature you set it at rather than getting too hot or too going down too much. And then finally, tangle-free six foot Swiffle cord, 30 second fast heat up. Okay, so like I said earlier, the entire purpose of this crimper is to like add volume to your hair. And the one inch plates are, have more of a triangular shape. And then also they're very condensed in. So you're really getting like a very compact crimp, if you will. I think it's really good if you struggle with having volume in your hair and you want another option than just using like a blow dryer or using like root lifting powders or what have you. You might need assistance with it, especially towards the back of your hair because one of the things I still struggle with when I use this is like making sure all my crimps are covered with my actual hair. I use this occasionally. So I'll use it if I know for the next two days I'm going to have like a very specific hairstyle or the same hairstyle where I can set it and I know I don't have to like wash out the crimps or worry about the crimps showing. Also, if you flip your hair constantly around or like if you just move your hair constantly, like goes to the left, goes to the right, blah, 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 then this might not be for you because it gives you more of a higher chance for you to see like the crimped hair sections because if you're not, if they're not covered, they are noticeable in my opinion. So yeah, do I like this? Yes, you have to practice using it definitely to see what works for you. But I think this is actually a really good option for like people for special events that wanna like add more volume to your hair or like let's say you're gonna wash your hair or you're gonna do a ponytail in your hair for the next two days. You can use this because you can find the strategic sections that you want to crimp for volume and then you don't, obviously don't have to worry about changing the hairstyle. Worry about them showing because like you'll have the same hairstyle for the same day. So that's that. Alright, next is the Revlon One Step Volumizer Hair Dryer and Hot Airbrush. This is the first generation. It retails for about $35 on Amazon. So basically it's, it has a 4.25 inch barrel and it weighs about 1.7 pounds. So basically it's just like a pro, um, tool you can use at home that does like mimics a salon blowout that you would have with like a blow dryer and a round hairbrush. It's supposed to create shine and just volume at the same time. Um, max drying power with 30% less frizz and helps reduce hair damage, so that's cool. Um, next it has like three heat and speed settings and a cool option. 
blah, 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 blah. Um, you've probably heard about this a ton, but what it did for me, I really liked it. It's just the only issue I had with it is cleaning it. So this is what I realized for it that I think is really important to share, that you have to be wary about the products you're using in your hair. So like, maybe condition in the shower and then apply your hair products and after using the round brush because um, I was having an issue that some of the, the pre-styling products I was using in my hair and then going in with the round brush, um, it started naturally getting dirty from like product buildup. Um, and it's kind of hard to clean. I tried to clean it twice and I still had issues with it. And I was very like worried about it because like obviously it's not, it doesn't detach from the motor, right? So then I have to be careful to make sure the water doesn't actually go down into the barrel. It just stays. Um, so if Revlon is listening to this, make one with a detachable at the top so I can like clean the bristles off. But anyways, I was also reading other product reviews and a lot of people complained about like the metal getting too hot, which I totally agree with because that was the one problem I had with it too. The metal will get pretty, pretty hot. So like you have to be careful and maybe take a second and like put the hair dryer down and let it cool down slightly before you go back in. Also malfunctioning where like the product just stops working. Um, so it's really important to check your like plug. The safety plug on this is meets US safety requirements and features the ETL certification unit is designed for 120 volt USA outlets only. Do not use a voltage converter or adapter or it will damage it. So just be careful. All right, next is the Dyson Airwrap Complete Styler. Um, it retails for $550. You can buy from Ulta and other websites. But basically what it says it does is that air styling propelled by the Dyson digital motor. So no extreme heat engineered from multiple hair types and styles. How do you even say that? The Konda effect? <laughs> styles and dry simultaneously. No extreme heat damage, engineered for different hair type, voluminous curls or waves, smooth, straighter style, one-click attachment, cool touch tip, storage case, two-year manufacturer warranty. It comes with a pre-styling dryer, 1.2 inch barrels, 1.6 inch barrels, soft smoothing brush, firm smoothing brush, and the voluminizing brush. On the Dyson website, it says to not use it on dry hair because the style will, will not last. So make sure your hair is damp when you're using it. Or like, let's say your hair does dry, maybe dampen it a little with a spray bottle. So basically, my opinions, my thoughts, is that I love, love, love this. Um, <laughs> I know it's kind of annoying that my favorite product is like the most expensive one, but I think it's actually designed really well and I can see why a lot of people, not only myself, really enjoy it. It makes it really easy to style my hair so I like have a lot more confidence now in my hair. Also, I always have to blow dry my hair after I wash it. I do not like letting it air dry. Um, I just don't like the feeling of wet hair. Also, if you have thicker, longer hair, for this product, it might take a little bit longer to use because you have obviously more hair that needs to get dry. It's not the same as the original blow dryer. Okay, and what I mean by this is like the Dyson has like the air wrap styler, right? But then they also have like the actual blow dryer and the attachments on the blow dryer do not work on the air wrap styler. Like I remember when we like bought this, we thought that, but then I was like, oh, I feel kind of dumb now, but that's just something to keep in mind. Yeah, and an element about this that I really like compared to the one-step dryer is that the barrels and attachments detach. 
so then I can clean them individually rather than worrying about it damaging the motor. Um, but with that being said, I haven't tried it. So I definitely need to double check how to clean up because there's probably a very specific way. Also, another note. It has four heat, three speed settings, 1300 watts. Oh, that's so funny. They have the sound level. It's 82 dBA. It weighs about 1.5 pounds compared to the one step, which is 1.7. And yeah, they also sell other attachments than what comes in the complete set, such as like longer barrels, which I wish I had because I have long hair. And yeah, would I recommend this? Yes, if you're someone who blow dries their hair, likes to style their hair, I would recommend this. And it's definitely killing two birds with one stone, just blow drying it and then also styling it with the attachments. Also, if you're someone who has hair that like, let's say dries and you go under the curling wand and it doesn't hold, you'll probably have a much better time getting better results with the air wrap because when you go in and style your hair when it's wet, you have a lot more control and you get way better results than waiting for your hair to dry and then going in with like a straightener curler or whatever. So there's that. Now let's compare it to the One Step. Now, if you're looking for just like a sleek, blown out, voluminous look, I would definitely recommend the One Step Revlon. There's an element about it that I like that the air wrap doesn't have, which is A, with the One Step, the barrel is bigger and it has more surface area, so you can collect more hair, but also apply more attention to the hair to get that really like straight, sleek look. And then also another element is that the Revlon One Step has like more like bristle on it, but then also the normal plastic hair bristles. I follow a celebrity hairstylist named Sam McKnight, I think. He posted a video where he teaches you how to do like the Bella Hadid slash Kendall Jenner sleek back bun. And basically he said the best brush to have is a hairbrush where like bristles are longer than the board bristles. Plastic bristles are go underneath the top layer of the hair to collect all the hair while the board bristles are gonna work to smooth out the top of the hair. So you get a really nice, easy, uniform look. And that's kind of reminds me with the one step because it does have that. So those board bristles are really good to help slake out and add shine to the hair. Another element is that the air wrap is made or can be adjusted for your hair type and what you're looking for. So for example, a very particular issue I have with my hair is that I don't like my hairline, how it dries naturally. It curves out and then goes up. I liking it to come more straight down onto my face and kind of angle in on my face. With the air wrap, I'm able to do that using like a small comb and then also the pre-styling attachment. Because it's really light, it lets me have a lot of control in doing that. Another element is like the curling barrel. Like I said earlier, if you're someone who can't hold a curl in their hair when they curl it with a traditional curling wand, you probably have a lot better chance with the air wrap because when you try to do it on, when you go in with damp hair, it will give you a lot more control. Also like they have other attachments depending on your hair type, such as like curly, coily, um, straight, short, long, which I think is really, really nice. A very specific recommendation I would do regarding the air wrap is that if you have a specific hair type, let's say your hair is curly and short, you can go onto the Dyson air wrap website and you can customize your own kit. So basically you take a mini quiz, it's literally four questions and I thought it was so good um, where it asks for your, like, your hair length, your hair type, thickness, how well it can hold, 
curls and what have you. And then it customizes the attachments for you and you can buy that for like $550 rather than buying the complete styling kit. Because I live with my sister and she also uses it and we kind of have opposite hairstyles, I don't mind like buying the complete, but if you have a very specific hairstyle or texture or what have you, definitely I would recommend to go on the Dyson website and do that little quiz to get like the customized attachments for yourself because that's way better than like buying the air wrap and then going back on the Dyson website and then buying like all the other attachments that you actually need. So that's that. And I think that wraps up my hair tools episode. Okay guys, that wraps up the episode. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. I am trying to get better at not talking fast. Like I think I start the episodes off very good, but then like as they move on in the episode, I start picking up in speed and I'm really sorry for that. I'm working on that, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed. To wrap up today's episode, I just wanted to talk about one movie and then one TV show I've been watching. So the one TV show is Euphoria. I caught up on it and I watched last night's episode, which is the February 6th episode. I think it's the 5th episode amazing episode like i went at the beginning the first 10 minutes i was like crying from just like the impact of watching the entire scene play out zendaya did so good stormy reed did so good the mom did so good i think it's really unfair that like i don't know the mom's name like i'm gonna look up her name because i think it's rude that you know she acted so good but <laughs> everyone just thinks of her as the mom Rue, Lexi, Fesco, Cal. Oh, her name is Nika King. So I really liked Zendaya, Nika King, and Storm Reed. Oh my god, I called her Stormy Reed. I'm so sorry. Storm Reed's characters, they did so good. Also, Jules, Hunter Schaefer, Elliot, Dominic Fike. Amazing. That was so good. So good. Also in the episode, when <laughs> Cass came out of nowhere, it she turns to Rue and goes... See, she says what she says, and Rue turns to her and goes, Hey, Cass, I had to pause the episode because I was like, oh, no. Hopefully I didn't spoil anything, but um, next I'll talk about the movie. So I watched that Disney movie, Encanto. I loved it. It was so good. I, like, I'm not someone who cries pretty often, but, like, I was crying throughout that movie. It was so good. It was so good that I watched it Friday night, and then I watched it again yesterday. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to watch it again, like just now when I start like editing and stuff. But wow, it was so good. It was so sweet. I love the music. I love all the characters. I want them to make an Encanto too. Can we make that happen? But it was so sweet. It talks about a family. And I read this YouTube comment under like one of the performance videos or whatever. And it was like, I love this movie, how it has like no villains. It's just like family issues. And I was like, I agree. I really like that too. So yeah, definitely watch it if you have Disney+. Plus. It's a really nice family movie. I cried. You probably would cry too. You might not, but I cried. If that means anything to you. All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Cute Kind Of. You can find us on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Speaker, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Bullhorn, Amazon Podcast, and pretty much any other podcast streaming service. You can follow us on Instagram at cutekindofpodcast. My Pinterest is at Riaz. My TikTok is at cutekindof. Follow me on TikTok. I actually upload videos there and they might be good depending on your taste. But anyways, <laughs> my email is hellocutekindof at gmail.com. And like always, everything I talked about is on the blog at www.cutekindof.com. 
please, please, please give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the podcast tremendously. If you just have like a few, like a minute right now and can do that, I would really appreciate that. And then also, if you're listening on Spotify, please follow me on Spotify. <laughs> I'm like begging. <laughs> please follow Q kind of on Spotify. I really appreciate it. And it also really helps the podcast. I've noticed a lot of growth in the past like few weeks from with the podcast so whoever's listening if you're new or you've been around thank you for joining me you know honestly sometimes I'll be doing something and then I'm like oh my god I run a podcast I need to upload an episode (laughs) so yeah like I said I'm recording this on a Monday so it's probably gonna be up on Thursday I've come to the realization that like whenever I'm planning to upload or do something I should do how long it should take and then add an extra day or an extra hour for buffer time So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) But it should be up on Thursday. And yeah, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, I hope you... Have you used any of these products? Let me know if you use them or if you have recommendations on um, more affordable or other hair tool products I can try. I mean, I'll try them for you and let you know what I think. I don't mind destroying my hair. Actually, yeah, I do. So I take that back. But anyways, with that being said, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. 